Coming to you, pre-recorded in multiple locations. If a boy prefers to traverse through the back streets, he is a backstreet boy. And that's hella rad. We're your hosts, Andrew and Nathan. Nathan, how you doing? What you drinking? Doing pretty good. Uh, I am... Well, I was drinking Irish coffees earlier today. Shout out to my boy Patrick. It's a fucking game changer, dude. This is one of the best things ever for the weekend. But uh, I have since moved on to drinking some Dead Guy Ale, and uh, it's very tasty. Yeah. What's in Irish coffee? Uh, just Irish cream and coffee. I don't know, like some whatever kind uh, of whiskey they put I in there, but, uh, or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I was like, isn't there alcohol in there? Cause, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever's in Irish cream that's alcoholic. In- oh, like Bailey's. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay yeah that's like 17 percent though but you drink yeah. enough of it it'll get you it'll get you buzz yeah i mean you drink enough and with the coffee it's like uh it's like you're ripping lines of coke and drinking beers yeah. you, know? <laughs> you said you were drinking rogue dead guy ale now yes yes i have a funny story about that where i used to think the Irish car bombs were, or not Irish car bombs, sorry, Jaeger bombs were done with a beer and a shot of Jaeger instead of Red Bull and a shot of Jaeger, which is like what a what it normally is, right? Is it? I don't. I thought it was in a beer. Uh, well, anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so maybe uh, who knows? No, I, I don't know who's right anymore. But um, yeah, we did that with rogue dead guy ale and a shot of jägermeister and like pounded him and uh yeah it got us fucking drunk off of like two of them it's a good time it's not a not a weak beer so yeah no (laughs) (laughs) yeah mistakes were made lessons were learned uh i'm actually drinking a mission brewery uh grapefruit rattler grapefruit rattler like a fucking snake rattler like a rattler? Rattler, yeah. Rattler. Uh that's how you would say it, I guess. But it's like a light, like really light like beer. Uh kinda very carbonated. It's hard to describe. It doesn't you wouldn't think it's a beer really. They should fucking they should have a picture of a rattlesnake like squeezing a fucking grapefruit and shit. Because you said rattler. <laughs> I, I can't get past that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was jarring at first, but I've seen had a few of them, so not a big deal for me anymore. It's like when you meet someone named Dick for the first time. It's like you want to chuckle. But then after you get to know him for a while, you're just like, yeah, this is just old Dick here. Uh, I'll, st- I'll just call him Richard. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm calling him Dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so uh, today's non-sponsors uh, are children's breakfast cereal. At least that's my non-sponsor. Cause, uh, children's breakfast cereal? Yes, children's breakfast I'm, cereal. I'm going to have to stop you right there, dude. <laughs> what? I fucking love cereal. Like, Raisin Bran Crunch is one of the best things I've, that's ever been made. Oh, you- well, here, here's the thing. Like, ra- I don't consider Raisin Bran uh, Crunch breakfast cereal. Like, yeah. it is, del- don't, to well, me, that like is children's delicious. Children's breakfast cereal, I guess. It's very yeah. specific. yeah. Like the fucking ones that it's just like sugary garbage that you're eating. Well, I figure like that's what all cereals are. So I guess my mind just goes straight. They're like they're all made for children, but I guess not marketed toward children specifically. But Yeah, but like uh, Raisin Bran is like 
good for you for the most part like it's got fiber like raisins aren't bad for you but like that shit's just like like sugar puffs and it's like that's what you're like giving to kids for breakfast and like marketing the shit out of it to them and it's like the one of the worst things they could be eating Reese's for breakfast (laughs) yeah yeah it's just it's pretty much exactly the same as just eating fucking peanut butter cups and milk yeah, they I, they fucking totally dismiss the idea of like brand flakes or anything. They're like, fuck it, everything is gonna be completely sugar based. No fucking flakes of fiber. Or anything. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, we're gonna get these kids so wound up and hooked to this shit. Um, isn't like maybe we talked about this before, but isn't milk like not good for people after they're like young as well? Uh, like cow's milk is not something you should be drinking your whole life i don't know no i don't Uh, know it may be but i don't think i'm not i I don't think i'm gonna stop drinking milk (laughs) i haven't seen the evidence against it and i i mean it's can't be very beneficial once you've like done uh I, i guess maybe you're alluding to the idea like that you don't absorb calcium or like do that after a certain yeah, age i don't um, know i'm getting into the weeds with it anyways uh do you have a well, non-sponsor if you, think, well, if you think about it like milk is just like a fatty drink right so it's it can't it's not that great for you you know once you're done developing like do you really need to drink something with fat in it <laughs> just drink some fucking water you know yeah i think that's that's probably what the argument really boils down to uh but yeah so i uh my non-sponsor this week is uh or this episode, I should just say, um, is Discover because of the stupid fucking commercial. I mean, all of their commercials suck. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure people are very familiar with them, but the one that really bothered me lately is this fucking one that you're talking about, the dark web. But I have it here, so I'm just going to let you listen to it. We're l- listen to it, and then we're going to talk about it real quick because it's just so bad. It's probably going to be dinner entrance. Discover. Hi, what's this social security alert? It's a free alert if we find your social security number on the dark web. Because I'm a little worried about my information getting out. Oh, why's that? My social security number is 875-6. Okay, I see. What does he see? What do you mean? Is that your daughter? <laughs> no, it's a McCall, and his name is Timothy. <laughs> Timmy, want a cracker? <laughs> Timmy, do you want a cracker? What do you think, Kevin? No. Sign up online for free. <laughs> Discover social security alerts. That's so first what off. What are you thinking, Cameron? <laughs> right. Yeah, okay, just dismissing the fact that it's like so stupid, the way that they acted it out, like the whole premise behind what they're trying to advertise is already stupid. Like, okay, dark dark web alerts if your fucking social security's in on the dark web or whatever the fuck it is. Like, yeah, okay, it is. Let me just tell you now, anybody that's curious, your social security number is on the dark web. I'll, I'll just give you that alert for free right now on Hellerad. Everything's been hacked. Every fucking agency has been hacked so many times. It's like you're just waiting on a list, multiple lists for somebody to just pick you out of the r- millions of different uh, account numbers to get. It's like reverse lottery. It's just if I can just play in the odds and hoping that you don't get picked on this shit, you know? You're just lucky there's not that many people committing identity fraud to, do, to use your information. So outside of the fact that that's already a stupid fucking thing to be promoting anyways, but I, okay, I get it. They're taking advantage of people that don't know any better or whatever. Uh, but the fucking, 
<laughs> so the idea is that the guy's like calling himself, right? And this fucking dude. And they kind of lose sight of their whole marketing campaign because if he's calling himself, the guy, when he's hearing himself talk about this fucking, he hears the fucking bird talking. He's like, my social career. He's like, oh, is that your daughter? <laughs> like, no, motherfucker. How does that sound like his daughter? Are you fucking kidding me? It, sounds, it clearly sounds like a stupid fucking bird, like a poorly impersonated bird. Uh, so first off, he's nothing like himself, which is the whole premise of their marketing campaign is we treat you like you treat you. But I guess maybe it's true because they treat each other because they're fucking idiots and they're trying to have a conversation, but neither of them know what's going on. So I guess in that sense they're uh, like each other why is the, why would the daughter be listening like playing off the dad's uh social security number <laughs> in the background yeah, why the fuck is the, plot hole. why the yeah why the fuck is the guy um saying his social security number out loud so often <laughs> that the fucking parrot memorizes it <laughs> like i'm on board with like haha you bring a parrot into it but like your fucking whole idea makes no sense like the uh, the part too where he's like uh as once he fi- once the other guy finds out that it, it is indeed a fucking macaw no it's timothy and he's a macaw or whatever the fucking <laughs> way he talks yeah. like a total bitch about it too like you really have to have, give him so much sassy attitude about it being a bird yeah sure he's dumb for suggesting that it was your daughter but to assume that he should know it's a macaw is also equally as stupid so uh, you can tone your lose your tone a little bit there, buddy. But uh, yeah, the the fact that then he follows it up with the fucking oh, Polly want a cracker, and the bird has like an intelligent response. To <laughs> He's like, go go fuck yourself. Like I don't want. I'm don't patronize me. I can talk. All right. I know social security numbers are important. The one thing I did like though is the stupid bird voice. Like that entertains me. It's so bad. Um, so yeah, the fuck discover for like already be- establishing that they have some of the worst commercials, but then taking it like a step further with this, like horrible execution and an awful idea. Just really, it really bothered me. <laughs> I gotta be honest. It's I'm kind of upset. <laughs> nice. Uh, so for today's show, we're going to get into, uh, tales of public defecation. Uh, we're going to do a little power underwhelming. And then we're going to finish it off with uh, the Fabergé egg update that I know everybody is dying to hear. Um, but before we get into any of that, I think you had something you wanted to say about Batman. Yeah, yeah. Batman, uh, the 1989 movie with Michael Keaton. Um, the, is that the one with uh, Jack Nicholson as a Joker? Or is that yes. a different one? No, yes, okay. that's the one. Not the fucking, not Batman Returns. That, oh okay that one's i know some people <laughs> defend that movie but that movie sucks i don't, I don't care that one with bat nipples on the suit <laughs> no that's uh with the penguin uh it's still michael keaton as batman but um it's uh it, it's not as good as the uh, <laughs> uh as the first 1989 batman even though it has um michael keaton still but anyways so I was rewatching that movie because it's great. The first Batman, 1989, just to reiterate. And uh, But one thing that bothered me that I never noticed before and never really thought about is at the beginning of the movie, uh, Vicky Vale, played by Kim Basinger, uh, is fucking going to this like benefit uh, 
uh, an event like a charity ball or something where they're fucking, uh, I forget exactly. They're funding something, a bunch of rich people, but it's hosted at fucking Wayne Manor. She's She goes there. And, and I don't, with the life of me, I don't see how they thought that they could establish this. And, and it really kind of ruined my suspension of disbelief for a little while, but that, that nobody knows what Bruce Wayne looks like because she goes to the party She's like asking around people, like, "Hey, you know Bruce Wayne?" Like, I don't fucking know Bruce Wayne. Like, nobody fucking knows. <laughs> they're, it's at, they're at his fucking house. He's hosting a party, and it's clearly they've done this several times before because like everybody's comfortable there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, this is the whatever annual of this." And it's like, okay, he invites the press, he invites the police, and wealthy philanthropists, but nobody fucking knows what he looks like. So that really bothered me. How is that? How, <laughs> how could you fucking pass that off as like a, something that could really happen? Yeah, like Bruce Wayne owns, like Wayne Industries owns, like most of the fucking city, and you don't know like what the guy looks like. And she's she's a fucking photojournalist, so she's like a journalist. She shows up to the party. She had, did no research on it at all. Did no idea. She. Well, I don't even. Why does she even want to see him in the first? I, I don't understand. What's the point of the whole ball, anyways? It's like funding. It's like a fund for like the town. They're doing like a some town celebration of a centennial or something like that. And, and he's uh, giving a bunch of money and doing a fundraiser. Yeah, a bunch of rich people are like they're doing like a casino night fundraiser. So I don't, somehow she's invited. She brings her dipshit uh, fucking newspaper <laughs> friend gag uh, with them. And, and the, the other thing that bothers me is that keeping them so mysterious. They even later in the movie keep trying to establish this. It's like no, you got to set that up before you do something stupid like this. It should have did all those scenes before if they wanted him to seem mysterious. But anyways, they fucking. <laughs> Uh, like she's showing up to do research on, I guess the Batman. So it's already weird that she's getting invited there to begin with. Why is she even invited to the party? And why'd she go with this guy? And, and why did they make it? Uh, they seem, they wanted it to be essential that she didn't know what he looked like just so that they could have like a scene where they're looking at his creepy stuff and he comes up behind him and there's like, Oh, who are you? And he goes, uh, Bruce Wayne. And they go, Oh, <laughs> you're Bruce Wayne. Yeah. It's like they wanted to have that scene and then they wrote the story around it to work somehow. And it's like the payoff is minimal. Yeah. It's just confusing. So that, did, that bothered me a lot. And uh, uh, maybe it didn't bother anybody else, but go back and rewatch it with that in mind. And I think it will, it will be a problem for you, too. We should start a petition to uh, get that movie uh, re-edited and re-released <laughs> in theaters. Fucking George Lucas, the shit, like a special edition. You could deep fake the whole thing, do it differently. <laughs> you see that, uh, the one where they did the Mike Tyson with Family Matters theme? That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All their faces are Mike yeah. Tyson, deep faked. It got really funny when it was Mike Tyson's face on the little uh, kid and his mom, like pushing the tricycle down this, like, driveway. That shit cracked me up. Uh, um, anyways. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, I <laughs> guess we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, so uh, to get into uh, the tales of public defecation, I was driving, I think, to work the other morning. Like, I live in a great neighborhood, uh, by the way. Like, a lot of uh, well, good savory for you. characters. Yeah, like, good yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm not sensing the the sarcasm. So. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> it makes it sound like you're going. You're like, listen. By the way, everybody, I live in a great neighborhood. Like, y'all <laughs> yeah. just a bunch of peasants in my world. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, sorry. Anyways, I, sorry. Uh, uh, so I'm uh, going. I'm pretty sure I'm going to work, and I'm like, I turn on like the main street to get on the freeway, and like two bus stops down from my house. I glance over and see like it's a crowd of like seven people and one of them is an old like old dude doesn't look homeless but he is shitting into a bush next to like the bus stop bench like just pants down like still standing crapping into a bush with a bunch of people around into a bush though into a bush yeah maybe a shrubbery a hedge who knows uh, I gotta say, if you're gonna shit in public, at least he did it in a bush, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least it's not like San Francisco. You're just going out in the middle of the street, but it's just like, damn. Like how bad? Like that's gotta that takes some nerves of steel. I'd imagine to be able to just like you gotta go so bad, like you can't even walk, or you just like have no shame because I feel like even if you're afraid of like shitting in a public bathroom that's still easier to do than just shitting out in public i don't understand yeah you'd be even more afraid to do that right (laughs) yeah yeah right like i don't understand it just baffles me how how old did they look uh probably looked like he was in his uh 60s to 70s depending on you know how well you take care of yourself you think it was like an emergency shit situation where he's just like, it doesn't, I just got to get this out right now. Maybe. I mean, nobody was looking at him. Maybe he thought he was sneaky. Like <laughs> I was looking though. <laughs> got a keen eye for public shitters, I guess. You got a shit radar. Like I know someone's shitty. Somebody's shitting somewhere. It's called shit dar. All right. Oh, we got to workshop that name, I think. Yeah. <laughs> shit radar is not good. Neither is shit dar. We're going to crowdsource this. So uh, everybody listening, all three of you, why don't you guys start coming up with some fucking ideas for for the the shit radar? Yeah, the poop radar. Of all things to, to call people to action for, this is the best one. Something with like echolocation and shit, that would be a good a good name. Just throwing some inspiration out there you guys do the work we'll collect and uh receive the benefit of your hard <laughs> yeah. uh, mental uh exercise all right and on that note we're gonna take a quick commercial break Yahoo. with all the news about the church lately it's easy to forget that the pope himself did not literally molest you or your children take time today to remember that the pope is not the person you should be upset with The Pope is still trying his best to spread Jesus' word. Jesus Christ! And although nothing has been specifically done to prevent more child abuse from members of the clergy, he would rather that you and your children were not molested. Just remember that. It's not like he's in charge of it all. He's just the Pope. He is not God. So, please keep the Pope in your prayers as he is having to deal with the fact that people are getting molested when he would rather be spreading the word of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ! This message has been brought to you by the Committee of Pope Sympathizers in association with the Department of Pope Relations. For the last century, countless slanders and deceitful tales have been told about the world's greatest condiment. Things like, it tastes disgusting, or it's only used by lesbians to put on their chicken sandwiches. 
The condiment in question was once referred to in ancient times as ambrosia, or nectar of the gods, but is simply known as mayonnaise today. Mayonnaise is a delicious spreadable treat that goes great on everything and has a multitude of uses outside of enhancing any food it's paired with. For example, if you have a sore throat or a cough but don't want to use garbage cough drops or a Ricola, you can hork a dollop of mayonnaise down your gullet. Mayonnaise! Its creamy goodness and silky smooth texture will make your throat more powerful than any non-mayonnaise eater can comprehend. If you have dry, red, itchy eyes, don't try clear eyes, squirt some mayonnaise in your eyes. It's guaranteed to make your eyes wider instantly. It's also rumored to make your vision more powerful than the noblest of falcons. Unless of course that falcon is also ingested or gotten mayonnaise in its eyes. Getting intimate with your lover? Well, mayonnaise will work as a superior sexual lubricant. It's said to make all aspects of sexual intercourse better and almost guarantees oral copulation during intercourse. Still not convinced of the mystic properties that mayonnaise contains? Well, mayonnaise is also the most powerful drug unknown to man and the entire universe. That's right, ingesting large quantities of mayonnaise at an accelerated pace will send you into a cathartic and almost catatonic state said to release your mind into a transcendent state surpassing all known concepts of space and time. Don't believe me? Well visit the shamans of South America that have been blending mayonnaise with ayahuasca since their tribes were formed. So next time someone asks you if you want ketchup on your fries, you tell them, no way-o, I want mayo. This public service announcement is brought to you by the fine folks over at the Mayonnaise Guild, a branch of the Condiment Collective. Mayonnaise! Yabu. And we're back from that exciting commercial break. Uh, let's just jump right into our next topic. Power Underwhelming. With underwhelming power comes no responsibility. All right, I say you go first with this. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, so this one I have is uh, ability to blow bubbles out of any orifice. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's pretty useless. Um, when you say any orifice, does it have to be your own or can you blow them out of other people's orifices? Of your own, your own orifice. Uh, <laughs> fucking oh, right, Mr. Smarty Pants over there. <laughs> fucking word scientist. Right. What are they? What the fuck are they made of? <laughs> well, I mean, just mucus and, you know, mucus, you know whatever, whatever fucking normal bubbles that come out of your other orifices, you know, oh. your body, it's your... I, I, you're not magically making materials in your body to do these bubbles. So however, you know, you're fucking whatever's in your body. All right. Um, and if that's the case, then you just make yourself highly uh, infectious with some nasty diseases and then float bubbles of your own like mucus onto them. Just you're just infectious. <laughs> oh, you, you're going to die, too. Right. So I guess there's like, yeah. it's, like a yeah, it's not a, it's not a suicide attempt to fucking like final solution type shit. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to give myself AIDS. I'm going to go out. Oh, wait, maybe you can't transmit it through mucus and stuff. No, right? That's no, a blood one. Huh? Blood. Fuck. And uh, sex, sexual fluids. 
you know, we'll find the right disease for it. Maybe if you're just like a carrier for HPV and you're just like infecting people. But maybe HPV is the same way as AIDS in terms of infection. So, yeah, basically trying to infect people with a disease that you harbor within yourself. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) whatever you got. Your dirty-ass germs. You just lick the ground all the time and then fucking uh, shoot bubbles bubbles at people. people. (laughs) But although I don't know if that would be any more effective than just sneezing or spitting on people. So maybe if you wanted to be stealthy. Sounds like. It's not very, not very superhero. It's very, more super villainy. <laughs> yeah, they're they're desperate to uh, fucking have a like be a useful superhero, so they go to the extreme of being a fucking toxic dump. The only thing that I was thinking of for this was if you're in water and you create air bubbles, like you, there's air pockets in the bubbles that you create, you can. I don't know how that would work, but maybe you can try to recycle <laughs> yeah. some of the air oxygen supply in your body. I don't <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's kind of a stretch. <laughs> What's the rate that you can create the bubbles? Maybe you could create a bunch and like cushion a fall. Oh, yeah. Like just a couple stories fall, like nothing too dramatic. Otherwise, you'll still get... You like trip and you'd normally skin your hands, but like <laughs> you uh, put bubbles out to lubricate the ground. <laughs> You're like, instead of scraping my hand, I just got a bunch of mucus all over it. Oh, if you can let bubbles out of any orifice, does that count like the like the pores in your skin? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, sure, you know, why not? Micro bubbles could be useful. I don't really know how right now, but... <laughs> just throwing the idea of micro bubbles out there. We're going to crowdsource this idea, too. You guys figure shit, something out with micro bubbles. Maybe we'll we'll re uh we'll come back to that at a later date. I'll be like, so I researched micro bubbles, and I'm telling you, uh, this is actually the stronger than Superman. <laughs> he can absorb every every hit from Superman with micro bubbles. It's a little known fact. He can su- survive super heat. Just so when you put micro in front of uh, something, it always makes it sound better and cooler. Like regardless of what it is. Yeah. Like, I remember I had these toy cars called Micro Machines, and that was what was cool, was they were called Micro Machines. They were pretty cool. Yeah, otherwise they're just toy cars. They're just fucking Hot Wheels by another name. Oh, you can, you can do it with almost anything, right? You'd be like, I got a Micro Toaster. I'm like, whoa, that's that kind of sounds cool. <laughs> like, yeah. You know where it's not cooler? Micro Penis. <laughs> Micropenis? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pronounced micropenis. micropenis. Every once yeah. in a while, they don't understand what it is until I show them, and that's uh, <laughs> how I get by in life. Yeah, that's probably the the worst case scenario <laughs> for the prefix of micro. Yeah, yeah, doesn't get much worse than that. Um, so uh, my useless superpower would be the ability to fly via spinning helicopter kick until you get dizzy. But you get dizzy like a normal person would. So, do you even... So, are you like... <laughs> like do you okay, even leave on, the ground? On, on, it's a, you're flying via spinning helicopter kick, but that insinuates that you fucking are able to get to the speed of flying without getting dizzy, is it? Yes. See, that's how fast you can spin. Is enough to give you lift 
But wouldn't that already be enough to make you like dizzy right out the gate? You know, probably, probably. But you could, but you have a so <laughs> the time for your cognitive system to catch up with what's going on, <laughs> like that you have like the split second of flying, possibly. You just basically le- like centrifugal, like a centrifuge your blood out of your face <laughs> and fucking <laughs> die. It's it's pretty much like you just start flying and pass out, and then you just can do it uh, again whenever you come to. You're like, oh, pretty cool, right, everybody? They're like, yeah, you were you're passed out for a long time, dude. Yeah, you you basically have the ability to spin yourself uh, unconscious and like slam into something or a person. So you wear like night armor, like I just like you're just a fucking metal tornado is there there's got is there any way to like manipulate your your sense of uh motion maybe i guess i would say like in your brain synapse like they they find a way to like try to like numb those synapses that would cause you to get motion sickness or or become dizzy then you got something cooking you know (laughs) you got something going on i know I've heard when you go like on a fighter plane, like to counteract the G's, you go like, <laughs> like try to f- enforce the blood up to your head. So maybe like you could train yourself like that, or you get like a special super suit that like, like co- constricts your blood like up to your head. How are you gonna get that suit, man? <laughs> maybe there's another superhero whose only power is to fucking make super suits, but he doesn't. He can't do anything else. That's probably more useful than the current superpower talking about. (laughs) What if you like jump off of tall buildings and then like a helicopter kick towards the bottom so you cushion your fall? Well, unless you have the ability to blow bubbles out of your orifices, it's probably going to be still (laughs) a pretty rough landing. I mean, it's going to be like... Helicopter kicks are no micro bubbles, okay? (laughs) You're going to... Like, you're going to give yourself like half a second of airtime to disrupt some of that momentum and then you're then you're going straight back into a free fall once you pass out so i mean it's not gonna help that much yeah you're just you're just like a slumped up mess on the like spinning on the ground <laughs> the visual of, of somebody jumping off like a tall or like a roof of something and then like doing out of nowhere a fucking helicopter spin kick and, and going briefly like for about half a second straight up and then just fucking like going limp and passing out and then continuing to fall. That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Cause it'd be like, you're jumping, you're falling. And then all of a sudden like you shoot up real quick and you're, you're spinning around real fast. And then you just start falling yeah. again, like a rag doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just picture it like it's like dead body style, like weekend at Bernie's. But when he hits the ground, he's like doing that like um, like break dancing, like spin move where like when they're they're spinning and then they finish with their like elbow out and their hand on their like face, <laughs> like all cool. That's how uh, it stick the landing with the the spinning helicopter kick. Like you come to it just the right time. Yeah, he'd be used to recovering from the those falls, and that's how he like plays it off, like it was intentional. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> looks up. He's got the pose going on. He's coming through in his mind. It's almost like he he had, like marks his arm, or you would mark your arm or whatever, like a memento type thing, where you wake up and you're like you like this is where you are in the situation. Like just act cool, act cool. <laughs> Yeah. I'm supposed to have passed out it's, right now. 
His face is all scraped up from dragging across the concrete, but he doesn't let it bother him. He just plays it cool. Yeah, so I mean, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta say, probably micro bubbles is the winner here. I think that we, if you come, yeah, in this case, if we combine these two, like while so <laughs> while you're spinning. Right before you pass out, you fucking do the micro bubble oh. protective shield. Yeah. So that when you're landing, it's minimal scrapage. You know, there's a lot of mucus, but there'll be a lot of mucus all over the ground. <laughs> yeah, you, lubric- you lubricate the ground. Yeah. That's brilliant. I like this. You combine the powers to make one oddly useful superhero. It can kind of like, uh, in, in some catastrophic manner, like, jump and, and f- reach like certain heights or like distances that you wouldn't normally be able to jump to or, or get to so yeah pretty good not bad <laughs> yeah all right uh i think the time has come for everybody's favorite segment it's the faberge egg update and um I gotta be totally honest with you. I thought maybe by now that one of <laughs> there'd be another egg found. Um, so we were kind of waiting on it to happen. That's why. That's where the gap came from in the show was like in anticipation. We had a whole plan, but we're not gonna get into it. But we had a whole plan, and now we're just back to where we were. Well, I mean, I know I've alluded to wanting to kind of go on an expedition to get one, and, and that's still something that's on the back burner. Just once we launched the campaign to kill space, it's just been it's been a kind of a different reality for me. So kind of the Fabergé egg expedition's kind of taking a back seat until we get through this kill space thing. But nonetheless, in terms of Fabergé egg update, um, yeah, none, none, no new eggs have been found since the last update, just to make, a, make it very clear. Um, and uh, and for anybody that's uninitiated, this is the Fabergé egg update, which is specific to the Imperial Fabergé eggs, um, which of, or I mean, there were 50 of these that had been made. Only 43 are still known to exist with the last egg that was publicly discovered in 2014. Um, and uh, again, this is just, uh, you know, to let you know if they have been found. And if not... Um, you know, just give you an update that it hasn't been found. So uh, on this update, there hasn't been any found. <laughs> so th- this update is that there is no update. Well, I mean, there is an update. It's that there's none have been found. <laughs> so I mean, it's, uh, it is an it is an update still. It's news. I know what you're it's trying to say. I know you what you're getting at. <laughs> All right. People, I mean, some people, this is their only source of information about Fabergé eggs. So even if there was one found and they didn't hear about it from me, they wouldn't know. So, yeah, I got to let you know. Um, And just on a quick side note, you know, uh, I do speculate the Royal Danish egg, which was made in 1903. That would be the next one that that will be found. Um, So that's not necessarily an update, but, uh, but that's just my desire of which one I hope is found. All right. Sounds good to me. Um, So anyways, uh, we haven't got a lot of action on the kill space. I think uh, you guys might be as scared as me 
um, out there about Kill Space. You're not spreading the word because as soon as I started trying to spread the word, base is gonna come for us at any moment. You know, we need to be preemptive here. I don't know how you guys feel about things floating around, uh, but it sounds cool. But it's really not that cool. Gravity is is good. We don't need space with the zero gravity bullshit. The fucking things floating around. There's no fucking air out there, guys. I mean, doesn't that terrify you? It scares me. Uh, there are forces in place that you <laughs> don't want us to be spreading this word. So we need your guys' help. We need, it's, it can't just be me and Andrew. Uh, because <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I, I almost didn't leave my house for a week, even though I was running low on toilet paper, just because it's a little paranoid. Yeah, to spill the beans a little bit, we're, we're trying to recruit uh, John McAfee into uh, the Kill Space uh, initiative, but uh, he's hard to reach in Cuba, so. <laughs> he's uh, currently running a presidential campaign from Cuba, <laughs> just by the way, yeah. Um, just in case anybody wasn't aware, he uh, has since fled to Cuba and is maintained his run for presidency uh, all the while talking shit to the CIA <laughs> on Twitter um, if you aren't subscribed to his Twitter you should be I know we've mentioned that before but anyway that still hasn't done it what the fuck are you waiting for just go go subscribe and please vote him in please write him in on your ballot please you really want the the bad red man again or the creepy creepy child touching hands of <laughs> Mr. Whitey Biden? I mean, come on. Fucking Mall about McAfee 2020. You wanna play us out, keyboard cat? Yeah, so um you guys know where to find this if you're listening to it now, but uh if you aren't listening to it on YouTube, can you please go give us a follow on YouTube? Hella Rad, you'll notice the logo. Um, there's a couple other Hella Rads out there, so we desperately need more people to subscribe to us. So we get the we get the domain at 100 followers, not them. Um, we're on Twitter at It's Hella Rad, and we're on Facebook at Hella Rad. And uh, outside of that, thank you for listening, and uh, we're hoping to get on a little more regular schedule. So keep tuning in. Mayonnaise. What do you think, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. He's like, my social career.